Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Happy Cinco de Mayo, friends! Yay! We are so glad you joined us. Oh, I can't talk right now. I'm sipping a margarita. Cheers! Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have margaritas. We have tacos. I'm wearing a sombrero. And you are in the right spot. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so today, in honor of this special fifth day of May, we're going to share with you our top five wins. And when we were writing this episode, we were like, do we do, like it's still early in the year, so like top five wins for the year is kind of hard unless you're killing it, like Trisha Dork over here. She's like, I did this and this and this and this. And I'm like, well, I put clothes on and left the house with my hairbrush this morning. We're almost halfway through the year. Shut up. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. (laughs) So what we are going to talk about is these wins. Um, like Trisha just said, we're halfway through the year, so you should at least have something. If you can't join in and drop a comment on a win, then, um, you're doing it wrong. You need to give us a call. Um, my telephone number is 248-795-1905. Let's have a chat about those goals and those targets so that you can actually get some wins under your belt. Yeah, we talked about wins with the team this week. And oh, it was such a great meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, even though we're probably all not sure how in the hell we got halfway through the year almost already, um, I have to go. I want to go first. Um, One of our goals this year was to save 20 grand. So thus far, we have been using our commission checks to pay bills and make sure everything stays afloat. With this last closing, we were able to put away into our savings. So we are officially on our way to 20 grand. I am saving 20 grand this year. I'm saving 20 grand. You got this all day long. I'm doing it. Um, If you want to donate to the Kylie Saves 20 Grand Fund. (laughs) There's not a GoFundMe for Kylie's vacation fund. I can do it. By the grace of God, I will get it done. (laughs) So you have been winning all over the place. Share with us what you've been doing, how you've been doing it, and the mental state that you need to keep in order to keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing... um, I'm going to just eat tacos over here. I think I need to take off this sombrero to make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm sorry. Oh, hat hair. (laughs) I can't handle it. Oh. Taking off the hat was a win, probably. Right. It was a win because I was I was struggling. So number one, if you're struggling, don't, don't wear a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> you snorted. The tequila is here. Oh, okay. it's kicking in. Um, so the first win I want to talk about, and I'll and I'll explain why I want this to be my first one, um, is because it kind of opened up, it didn't kind of, it totally opened up my eyes that like 
If you don't ask, the answer is always no, right? So I had some clients that I took out to see this fantastic house. Um, it needed some love, but it was a great house. It was on five acres. It had this giant pole barn that needed a lot of love. Um, the house was outdated, but it was a great big house. There was literally a McMansion next door that went for $1.7 million. Um, but this house, like I said, it's outdated. The pole barn was 5,400 square feet. It Dang. Yeah, but it was basically a teardown because like the roof oh. went bad, so it was all moldy inside. So that was like, although if if you had a 5,400 square foot pole barn that was in great shape, that's a plus. But when it's in bad shape, that's actually a negative because people are like, that's a hundred grand to restore that pole barn, right? right or right, right. tear it down. It costs money and tear stuff down too. So my clients, I showed them the house and you know, the husband's like, man, it's just going to take a lot of money to get it where we need it to be. And I'm like, okay, I completely understand that. Um, let me, let me do this, right? You guys need to move eventually. You need out of, their house is too small for them. They're a growing family. They, they eventually are going to need to get a bigger house. I said, so let me do this. Let me do some homework on your house. Let you know like how much you can get out of that. And then we'll see, you know, if it makes sense for you to go out in the marketplace and offer on something. And so I did that. I went, I went back, did the homework, came to their house, spent two hours with them on a listing appointment and explained to them, like, you're going to get over a hundred grand out of your house. Nice. And they were like, oh my gosh, like we never thought we would be in this position. Um, and they're like, that being said, we could take that money and put it on that house, but it would have to be for the right price. And I was like, well, I talked to the agent earlier today. There's no offers on it. I'm like, what would the offer, what kind of offer would you guys want to go in at? And they said $70,000 under listing price. Ooh. And at first you're like, that's going to be a tough sell in this market, yeah. right? It's, it's literally crazy and ludicrous to write an offer for 70 grand under asking price in a market where last Sunday I got, um, I had an offer 75,000 over asking price <laughs> with a full appraisal guarantee and we lost. Oh, 75 grand up. over asking with a full appraisal guarantee and we lost. We were in the top four, but we still lost. And my Holy client's Moses. like, oh my God, that hurt to lose. And I'm like, yeah, I'm super shocked. So here I am like, well, I said, we're giving it to God. Like, if he wants them to have this house, he's going to make it happen. And I sent over the offer, 70000 under ask, contingent on them selling their house. Um, they put together a nice buyer letter. That's where it's at. Yeah. And uh, the agent texted me and was like, will they go ten grand up? And I'm like, let me see what I can do. And sure enough, like, they're like, absolutely, yes. So I got my clients a house. $60,000 under asking price in Northville, which is a very sought after city in Michigan, five acres, pole barn, upgrade from their house. Like they are so happy. And that was such a huge win because you know, just as well as I do, nine out of 10 agents won't even write that offer in this market. They're like, there's 0% chance that that's going to happen. I'm not writing that. Right. And that's that's really what it comes down to is if you're a good agent and you actually care about helping people, you're going to, number one, have honest conversations with them. But you're yeah. going to, number two, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. The worst thing that people can say 
is no. Right. And then you just carry on. I'm working with um, a buyer right now. She doesn't have a lot of cash to bring to the table. She's FHA. We're offering at the top of her approval limit. And I had to explain to her, like, listen, most most sellers are, cer- are concerned about appraisal gaps right now. Um, be- you know, uh, I've we've even offered – so the last offer we put in, which was our third offer on a house – we offered at the top of her approval, so we offered one fifty. We offered five thousand dollar appraisal gap. I think the house was listed at like one forty, and she offered to pay two thousand dollars of the seller's closing costs, which can be a great a great way to make your offer more attractive. Agents, if you're not utilizing that, use it because I've had offers accepted based on that term. But she got beat out. And so I had to have an honest conversation with her and say, listen, friend, I'm not giving up on you. I don't want you discouraged. You are not alone. There are plenty of other people out there right now who are fighting for a house. She wants to move. I mean, she wants a place to raise her future family and make her dreams come true. But she's just in that price range where she's competing with cash investors. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a patience game. And don't be afraid to have those conversations with your clients. And if you're shopping right now and you have an agent, if they, you know, if you're dealing with offers consistently getting rejected, Ask your agent to have a conversation with you. Explain the tools in the toolbox. Let's talk about escalation clauses, appraisal gaps, paying closing costs, um, waiving inspections, offering occupancy. All of these things are tools that a lot of agents just skip over, like you said, and they're like, I'm not even going to write that offer, Sharon, because that is not going to win. Putting limiting beliefs, if I've learned anything from you, it's limiting beliefs are so detrimental and so fatal to your mental health, your emotional health, your stress level. If you believe, you can achieve. And it might take a little bit longer as you compete, but um, don't be afraid to have those conversations. Set people's expectations. So um, that's an awesome win that you should. I'm so happy for your clients that you were able to get that done. I am too. They they need it and they deserve it. And um, I'm I'm so excited for her because she is currently pregnant and she has a one-year-old. Oh, God bless her. Can we just all pray for her right now? Dear baby. Baby Jesus, yes. bless her client with long suffering and <laughs> compassion. <laughs> yeah, and their current house has no AC, so I just kept telling her like, you know, we were showing her house. So, so next win I can go into um, is her sale. So we put their house up on the market, and her home doesn't have air conditioning, and so she's been, you know, dealing with showings, clients coming, buyers coming in, and she has hardwood floors. So she's like, I'm down on my hands and knees. I'm cleaning these floors after. Yeah every showing and she's like I can't take it anymore I can't do it this is too much and I'm like I'm like listen just imagine yourself in the air conditioning this summer because she doesn't have AC in her house oh god bless her I'm like when you're really really pregnant you're gonna have a home with AC (laughs) and sure enough like last night we finally signed an offer on her property and I'm like all right like we you know we got there it's good all the pieces are coming together Yep, we hit her goal. So not only did we save her sixty grand on um, their house that they're buying, but on their sale of their home um, that they're currently in, we're six thousand over what Yay. their goal was. So at the end of the day, they're gonna end up walking away with like basically an extra like seventy grand in their pocket um, that is was unexpected, that was unaccounted for, and that's a lot of money, seventy thousand dollars. So that's a huge win both on their buy 
and their selves. Absolutely. So. She can go put a down payment on a nice Denali Escalade to cart them <laughs> babies around. Right. Oh, my goodness. Share some of your wins. Let's hear about yours, Kai. Oh, my goodness. So, so many. I mean, so we're hitting our goals with the savings. We are working hard to hit our goals for closings. Um, our win was we uh, we were working with a, um, buyers. It was a couple. They're buying their first together home. Um, they have the best story because they planned on getting married in the summer of 2020, which, as we all know, everything got shut down. So then they rescheduled for 2021, and that did didn't happen either. So, um, so I'm like, you know what, we're going to work hard. We're going to make your dreams come true. And there were lots of houses. There was one, um, that we walked into and I could tell, like, I, I could tell that this was the one for them. It had everything they wanted, open floor plan, beautiful, just beautiful. They could just move right in. Um, and we made a very strong offer and it got beat out. So um, then we, we, we saw two other houses like right after that. And um, the fella was like, hey, can we put two offers in and see what happens? Which usually is a no-no from what I'm told after I did it, of course. <laughs> but I said, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do this and see what happens. And so they they had this one that they really, really loved. It's um and the it's it's got all this charm and all this character. It's in, it's like a more history. It was built in, I think, the 20s or the 30s. So it has all of this beautiful antique charm. It's absolutely gorgeous. Needs a little bit of work, but perfect for them. You could sit on the front deck, see the lake. I mean, it's gorgeous. So we put an offer on that one. Then we put an offer on another one that maybe needed a little bit more cosmetic work than this one does. And they both got accepted. Oh, my gosh. So. Jeez. Houses. Two houses. So, so how'd you handle that? So um, I freaked out for a minute. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So <laughs> everything is figure outable in my in my world now. And so I was like, okay. So I gave him his options. I said we could we could let them know, like you could pick one right now and we could pull out and just be super upfront and that'll be fine. I said, um, or, you know, because we've had uh we got one offer accepted in the past and upon inspection we had to pull out of the deal. So my guy decided I'm gonna pay for and do inspections on both of these and then we'll decide. Super smart. Right. I mean, he, they had the cash to put out for the inspections, um, but it was a super safe option because he's like, I would feel really terrible if we pull out of this one and then the inspection on the one that we pick because it is an older home right. um, comes back and it needs all this work, blah, blah, blah. Well, both inspections went all right, um, but... The one that they ended up with is the one that they initially wanted. And really all they need is to blow in some insulation upstairs in the attic. So that was a super win for me. So excited for their wedding this summer. And just finally they can just start moving forward with their life Aww. and um, just start to really get, you know, live the dream, be together and just do all of the things. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And let's share some personal wins too. Because as I'm My like, kids are alive. That's a personal win. <laughs> 
I'm sitting here eating tacos and drinking tequila. This is a win. Yes, yes. And I mean, that's that's the key to life, right? Like we want to be not only winning in business, but also winning in our personal life. Um, and so for those of you who ever listened to um, the Andy Frisella podcast, or maybe you've listened to some of our um, earlier episodes, if you haven't listened to some of our earlier episodes, you should make go sure do you it. go listen what to that. What are you them. doing with your life if you're not <laughs> listening to our freaking show? Um, but so a big personal win for me is I am coming to the end of 75 hard. Ooh, bless um, you. <laughs> yes. And I do 75 hard every single year and I want to talk about it because I feel like it's really, really helpful, not only in your personal life, but also in your business life and your relationships and a little bit of everything. Um, so my margarita is alcohol free because 75 hard. Um, you take 75 days and you have no alcohol, you have no junk food, you follow a meal plan, you do two workouts, one indoor, one outdoor, and um, you drink a gallon of water and you read 10 pages of personal development. And it sounds like a lot. It's six tasks. Um, but here is what I've broken it down to. This is my fourth or fifth time doing it. And I can accomplish all six of these tasks, except drinking a gallon of water. That takes me all day, obviously. Um, but <laughs> you're not a camel. Right. But I can get the other five tasks all completed in about two and a half hours. Yeah. Right. So as long as I have two and a half hours dedicated each day and I can, can combine them with other things. So like when I do, um, when me and Dave did 75 hard together, we did our outdoor together. So that was 45 minutes every day. We walked together outside. We had conversation. We had dedicated time together. So like the whole week didn't go by and like neither of us have talked to each other, <laughs> um, which happens often when you're busy and you're both entrepreneurs and you're yeah. both working and running, you know, you and Ryan are. Yeah. Um, and then when you're not drinking and you're hydrating and you're eating really well, your brain is just like in super focus focus mode. So although it takes, like I said, about two and a half hours, I get so much more done during the day because I am just on. I am focused. I'm moving. I'm firing on all cylinders. And that's why I do it every year. People are like, why do you do this every year? Like you already conquered it. And I'm like, because it creates such a big winning streak um, that falls into my personal life. I'm sleeping better. My skin is better. I'm not angry because my stomach's all bloated and my jeans don't fit. Right. And said, I'm like, Yay, I'm winning. I bought smaller leggings. Yay. Um, and then a happy Trisha at home turns into a happy Trisha at work. So I'm getting more clients because I'm happier on the phone. I'm converting more. I'm saying yes more. Um, so I I definitely encourage you guys, like in your personal life, to to pick a goal like that, like a 75 hard or something that you're gonna stick to, um, not just for a week or two, but something that really gets you on that winning streak because being able to celebrate not just these big wins with our clients, but little wins. Like when I do those things, that's five wins every day that I automatically get. And when you feel the success of like, boom, 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 checking those things off, then again, like that just keeps going and going and going, you know? So I'm, I'm really excited about that win because it's something that is very challenging, but it adds up a lot of wins for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, Gosh, a personal win for me would be 
I mean, we got the baby to sleep pretty much through the night and that might not seem like a big deal to people who don't have kids, but oh my God, when you have three kids and like the other night, um, the baby didn't wake up at all, but my girls woke me up at least three times between 11 PM and 5 30 AM. And I had to remind them that they do have another parent. (laughs) But he snores really loud, probably. He does. God bless him. Um, but my daughter, I'll share this cute story to a little while quick. Side, <laughs> side, side story. Um, when my husband does go out of town and he's either gone overnight or for a couple days, um, the girls get concerned because when they were little, um, they thought that daddies were made to snore to keep the bad guys out of the house. Oh my gosh, I love that. So if a bad guy came to our door to try and rob us or bother us, they would hear my husband snoring and they would know, oh, the daddy's home. I ain't going into this. (laughs) That is so cute. But yeah, getting the baby to sleep through the whole night has been a total win because that was a big struggle for us. Um, He's not even a year yet. And a lot of parents, um, you know, if you don't have kids, just know this. Anywhere between the seventh and the ninth month, your kid is going to go through sleep regression. You're going to hate life. You're going to want to cuss them up and down every couple hours when they wake up. You're going to go back to co-sleeping, which you said you never (laughs) would. Um, But that's been a huge personal win. Um, The savings is a huge personal win. And honestly, I have um, I've been praying a lot more about my interactions with the with the kids and not being so crazy and having a mental shift um, and asking God for the discipline and the the decorum to have a mental switch and not and to be um, to be responsive instead of reactive, right? I love that. And so when my kid's having a meltdown, you know, I try not to just yell. I mean, sometimes sometimes stuff just has to happen. But, you know, I'm trying to figure out, like, yet, like yesterday, um, I wasn't home. I was at the office. Um, where, where was I? I was somewhere. I was not home. I came home. Ryan is awesome with getting the kids, getting everybody home, getting them a snack, starting dinner, all of that stuff. Um, and he, I came home and he was exhausted because our, our Kaya had had a really emotional afternoon. So I brought her in the bedroom and I was like, Hey, what happened at school today? That's got you freaking out because you don't normally act like this. I wanted to acknowledge her feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the mental shift of being, you know, responding instead of reacting, not like, Oh my God, why are you freaking out? Like, what happened today that's got you? And she had told me that someone told her it was something that would be little to us. Well, so-and-so said they weren't my friend. I'm like, oh God. And you have to you have to acknowledge that and help them deal with it because in their tiny little world, that is huge. So I came alongside her. I was like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm like, I know that must have hurt your feelings. So we had a little cry and I was like, you know what? Would it make you feel better? So then we were redirecting. Would it make you feel better to come help me in the kitchen? You can set the table, feed the dog. Yes. Okay. So we dealt with it. We acknowledged our feelings. We dealt with our feelings. And honestly, all of that came about by just the sheer grace of God because it is a very thin line between um, me being compassionate with my kids and me being just done. (laughs) And I think that's for most parents. Like if we're putting on our honest hats, I I react (laughs) nine and a half times out of ten. Like stop singing, stop jumping, stop running, stop, 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 right? Like our, our default a lot of times as parents is no and stop. 
right? Yep. And I think unless you are really being present, which you are doing such a good job about that, like I love just respond instead of react. Like if we can all just remind ourselves of that over and over and over again, because, you know, my class this semester is child developmental psychology, and they talk a ton about that. Like what we are teaching our children is what they're, what they're going to grow up with, right? Like we are life coaching our children and, you know, especially like, Hey dads, how you treat your daughters is how they're going to let future husbands treat them and future boyfriends treat them. So if you don't want them to accept men screaming at them and treating them like crap don't yell at that thing right and if you don't want your son to stuff his feelings until he gets enraged and beats the crap out of somebody let your son cry once in a while let him feel his feelings don't be like man up be a man have some dirt in it right you know like you have to let everybody's feelings are valid. Your kids' feelings are valid. And it's very easy for us, like you said, in our adult worlds to be like... Dismissive. Super dismissive. Because we don't understand why this is such a big deal. But if you think back to like little you, it's a huge deal when when people don't want to be your friends or outcast you. Like that hurts so much that hurts me right now and I'm gonna be 30 for the fourth year in a row right right well think think about that like walking into a room and all your friends are like and like turn around and walk out you'd be like what the heck just happened there right like a grand total of three people ignoring me (laughs) (laughs) my mom Trisha and Amanda like (laughs) but it's serious like that is such a good lesson um for everybody to really take home and that goes toward all people right because Mm -hmm. like if you work in a space where you have to work with other people they have things going on in their lives. And sometimes you just have to play that ear in order to, like when I was managing a team at the property management company, um, there were so many days where so-and-so came in and I could tell something was wrong. I don't want it to affect their productivity the rest of the day. So I'm like, you know what? Let's have a quick coffee. I'd rather spend 15 minutes now allowing you to unpack so you can move on with your day rather than you spending eight hours not being productive, being distracted by your phone, being all in your feelings. Like, let's get this out of the way. So if you lead a team or if you're planning to lead a team, make sure you keep that in mind and you get to know everybody that you're leading because everybody has different cues, learn their personal background, learn their history so that when they when something is wrong, you can spot it and like you never know, you never know when someone's dealing with life or death issues, right? Because yeah. We, we live in a society where, I mean, so many people, like, sorry, dark side, we didn't even plan on going here, but <laughs> like so many people do commit suicide because people aren't paying attention or giving them the care or understanding where they're coming from or brushing off their feelings. So, um, all right, dark, dark path over with. <laughs> Pay Back attention to, to people. Woods. All right, all right. We're going to, like, let's, let's use that as, like, a cut for a break, and we're going to come back and share 10 more wins with you. Yay! <laughs> Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. 
we will map you a plan you can follow which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit MyStarsAcademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve. And we're back. We've been shoving our faces, so don't mind if you're watching on YouTube and there's things in our teeth. Yeah, we have tacos and tequila here for Cinco de Mayo. And let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cinco de Mayo. Yay. So in honor of this special fifth day of May, we each have five wins that we are trying to bring to you to motivate you to remember your wins because sometimes... Life can get chaotic. Things can go sideways. If you're a human at all, if you are in any way just just a human, things happen, living life, car accidents. If you live in the state of Michigan, you're well aware of traffic this time of year. Um, so we just wanted to share some wins and celebration of this day and um, – Make your own list, and we would love to hear from you. If you're listening right now, um, drop us a comment. Leave us a win. Leave us five wins. Leave us ten wins. Um, We'd love to hear from you, and it's so inspiring to hear. I mean, that's one thing I love about our team – our team meetings every week is everybody goes around. We have four targets, one win, and one thing that we could do better. Super simple. And these wins can help us all continue to feed off each other, motivate each other. So we're here to try and motivate you, remind you of your wins. Everything is not sour grapes because now you have wine. And <laughs> wine is amazing. Yes. And that is one of the tools I use with my coaching clients really often is, um, especially my female clients, it's very easy for us because we have so many things we're doing to do a whole bunch of things. And then one thing goes wrong and we're like, oh, this day was garbage. And we forget about like the six amazing things that we got done and did well. And I would like to point out that like it's not always big, huge things like closing this deal or saving 20 grand. Like honestly, getting up on time, that's a freaking win, yo, especially if it's something that you struggle with. Getting your workout in, I don't care if it's 15 minutes or 45 minutes, that's a win. Making sure you made those lunches, whether you made them last night or you got them done this morning, like that is all wins. Like you can find a win in all areas. Yes. And if you are struggling with like negativity or sadness or depression or just feeling like like the world is heavy, I want you to get a whiteboard, one of those dry erase boards or a chalkboard or some lipstick in your mirror. <laughs> and every time you do something that is a win, like you said, small or large, I folded the laundry. I want you to write that up there where you can see it so that it is in front of you, all of your wins. Like I have um, a big giant calendar on my wall in my office. And this year is the first year I started doing it. Like I started writing every single workout that I do. I started writing every book that I read. I started writing every time we have like a family dinner, a family gathering. Yeah. Um, all of those things, because those are all wins. It is a win when I can make space in my calendar to get together with my family that I don't see every day, like my sister-in-law, my brother, you guys, grandma, grandpa, like it, that's a huge win to be able to take that time and spend it with the people you love. And that, that is an even bigger win really in the long run than money, right? Because yeah. the people and the memories are what lasts, you absolutely, know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, like yesterday I had one of those days where, um, I had all this stuff. Like we had a, an appointment for a list buy. It was a buy sell appointment. 
Um, and that ended up getting rescheduled. And so I had to go get a new phone in the morning, which, oh my God, if that is just like wandering in the wilderness and, and all of that by itself, but Mm -hmm. I I hate it. I would rather go bra shopping than go phone shopping. I freaking (laughs) hate transferring phones. So that, as you know, getting your phone, like going to the store, picking out a phone, like, I mean, I was, it took me five seconds. She was like, this is the one that replaced because I'm an LG person. They don't make phones anymore, which completely crushed my world. So she's like, this one here is what replaced the phone that you have. And I'm like, how much is it? She's like, $199. i am like, try again, friend. <laughs> Let's play the prices right. You just lost. What's behind door number two? She's like, behind door number two is a $79 phone. And I'm like, perfect because then I have room for accessories and all that so that took up more than I wanted getting acclimated with the stupid Dagon phone finding where all my crap was re-downloading all their apps and all of that stuff so I had to literally make a win list because um I had to put getting a new phone on the list. That was a win. It was something I had to do, but totally a win. I had to put, I finally got my flyer fibered out, right? So that was a win. Um, I had time with my husband, so that was a win. Yeah, and you got your workout in. I got my workout in, and so that was a win. So and I, I came to a place in my day, I was literally looking at Ryan. I'm like, we have done nothing. We've done nothing but hang out and get a phone and be together. And he's like what about all these things? Like we folded laundry, we talked about tomorrow, we planned everything that we're going to do, we did the flyer, all of that. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So even when you feel like you're not getting, even when life throws you a curveball and you're not getting the things done that you plan to get done, that's when it's really crucial. Write it down, send it to me, email me your win list for today. It's Kylie at mystarsacademy.com. I'm going to send you back a congratulations and And that's what I do with you. Like on the days when I'm just really pooped and I'm really angry and I don't even know how to begin to write what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm like, here's what I won today. I really needed this. And you're like, yeah. Yes. And I have the motivation to say, okay, today didn't go exactly as I planned. Tomorrow I'm going to rock it. But it's like, my thing is, is like when life gives you lemons, just add some Jack Daniels, have a drink and carry on. Like that's all you can do. (laughs) Well, that being said, we did go to our friends out in the world to get their wins. So let's share their wins. We want to shout you all out. So just remember when you share with us, we give you a shout out. Absolutely. So um, I asked for some wins. So Gabby Gabby from our office. Mm -hmm. How do you say her last name? Gabby. Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Shout out to Gabby. Um, She said, last week I got an offer accepted out of 10 offers. I couldn't have done it without all the training and support from Elite Realty. So shout out to Gabby. Way to win. Fabulous job. And I've seen the house she got accepted. It's beautiful. Well, well done. Yeah. Well done, my lady. Well done. <laughs> Happy for you, Gabby. Yes. Um, our friend Charlotte, who I just kind of just started making friends with, and I absolutely love her. If you guys don't know Charlotte, you need to go find her on Facebook and be her friend because she's absolutely freaking amazing. She said, been working really hard on getting a list by appointment in my neighborhood, and it's finally on the books for next week. Yeah. And I talked to her. I did talk to her last Last night, and I'm not usually a phone person, um, and she is. So uh, we talked last night a little bit, and um, she, you know, when she, I felt bad because, like, when she called, I was trying to rock the baby, and I was like, "Hey, 
And she's like, ooh, is it a secret? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm racking the baby. She's like, oh, I was just calling to tell you all the shit I got done today. And I was like, tell me more. Like, yay. She is kicking serious, serious fire butt since nice. our meeting on yes. Tuesday. She's partnered up with Justin. Um, she's doing so amazing. So I just wanted a shout out to her. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm going to shout Jamie out because she shared her wins with me yesterday, and I am so freaking proud of her. Um, she hit all her Q1 goals. She's already about to be capped out for the year, and our um, our cap year only starts in March. So over like two months, she's already about to be capped out. She bought a new car. Um, she tried something new and said yes to something scary. Yay. Like she's just firing on all cylinders and doing so amazing, and I know she's like worked so hard to get there so way to go Jamie yay um our friend Jill uh she posted on Facebook that she had an offer accepted on her Dearborn listing after only five days on the market she had her offer accepted in Livonia for her VA buyers and closed on a beautiful home in Tecumseh with her buyers so three wins for Jill Jill is awesome she's killing it she's absolutely killing it and then I want to shout out Ryan my husband Ryan because his um he does real estate with me we're partners we work together um but his real dream is um outdoorsy stuff so he wants to have a good successful outdoor channel so we're getting ready to launch that on youtube it's man squatch outdoors um but he sat down the other day and he's the most god bless him technically disinclined person on the planet (laughs) he sat down the other day and It took him five hours, but he did it. He did a video. He edited it. He did all the fancy nonsense on the little software that he that he downloaded, and he because that was his goal. He was like, "I'm gonna do one video." Because usually he's waiting for me because I'm the more tech savvy person, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, I'm like, "I want you to figure this out on your own. You can do this. That way, you don't have to wait for anybody." Because I mean, Jesus could call me home tomorrow, and (laughs) then who's gonna edit your videos? That's his big problem who's gonna edit your videos right right, right. not my wife just died um and now yeah. I have three children right. <laughs> by myself we're moving to the cabin that's his solution <laughs> to everything but so I just want to shout out Ryan because he did a fabulous job way to kick butt and just stick with it and even though it was something new and scary yeah he still crushed it well, I guess I would have to shout out my husband for not murdering me yet as we prepare for a uh, Trent's grad party. Because <laughs> That's a win. What did you text me the other day? I cussed Dave's life out over some chicken. Some chicken. Some chicken. <laughs> yes, yes. He has been amazing at coordinating all the vendors to fix our house. Also running out and taking my listing pictures. Also taking everybody else's listing pictures. Also editing the listing pictures. And our... Producing our podcast. Producing our podcast. Um, pretty much literally everything in the entire world. And then I come home and go, why didn't you do X, Y, Z? Well, he did like A through Z on top of it. <laughs> and he just goes, no problem. Aw, <laughs> he does love you. Yeah. But we're going to, we're in the living room, so we can't. Well, cheers pour. to them. Yeah, well, cheers to the husbands. Yay. <laughs> cheers to the husbands. And can I just, for a moment, um, since we're talking about wins, can I just shout out all the single parents right now <gasps> who have one or multiple kids who are absolutely killing it? Seriously. When my husband goes out of town um, to go hunting, fishing, get away from me. <laughs> 
the children. Like he'll go overnight. He'll go for a couple days. And um, he always thanks me. He's like, thanks for letting me go. And I'm like, you're a grown up man. I don't tell you what to do. He's like, yeah, well, if you didn't give me your blessing, it'd be much harder to get going. Right. I'm like, no, it'd be harder for you to come home. <laughs> but um, shout out to all the single parents out there who are raising their kids right and still in good morals, mm-hmm. working, paying the bills, teaching their kids, thank God, staying on top of your kids now between technology and all the craziness going on in the world. Like I, I do it for a week. You guys are doing it for longer than that. And I just want to shout out to all those moms and dads, grandmas who have taken over, grandpas oh, yeah. who have taken over, aunts, uncles. Um, God, shout out to you guys. Yes. Keep it rocking. Yeah. It's, Cheers it's to tough. you. Cheers to you. <laughs> Because you probably need this drink more than I do right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see. I have two more wins I can share in business because they were both super awesome. So last week, um, a client that I had been following up with for over a year. What? Yeah. Follow-up game is strong. Seriously. Follow-up game is strong. And this client, um, they had some personal things going on in their lives. So I I would check in and get no response sometimes and at first I thought like oh my gosh like I don't understand why I'm getting ghosted like they came to me they wanted a house and now they're ghosting me I found out they had some pretty heavy stuff in their personal lives going on and I was like okay totally understand um and I just kept following up following up and so like a year a year a full year later she's like okay I want to go look at this house I literally canceled the dentist appointment I'm like I am on my way and like went there showed her the house she loved it she wrote on it. Offer got accepted. What? Yep. First house shown after a year of follow up. Wrote the offer. Got accepted. Got not just so we were up against a cash offer and she's a mortgage. Yes, they accepted our mortgage offer over over a cash offer. So. Multiple lessons here. Number one lesson, follow up no matter what. Even if you're like, they ghosted me. It's been a year. Like, keep following up. Number two, write the offer. Number three, make friends with the listing agent because then when other better offers or what could be considered better offers come in, they are more likely to want to work with you because you've made friends with them and you've showed them, um, hey, uh, number four, Four, whatever number I'm on, I, <laughs> I write super nice, clean, organized offers. So like when I put my offer together, I mean, I fine tooth comb. Every single line is filled in. Everything is beautiful. Everything matches. I look it over myself a couple times. And it's in a cohesive order. I can't tell yes. you how many times, even if our offer is not accepted, I've had listing agents call me and say, listen, I wish I could work with you. I love the way you put together your offers. It's so organized. It makes sense. And it has all of the stuff up front so I don't have to comb through the PA to get all of the details. Yes, yes. So that all counts. That all contributes because he called me. We submitted the offer. He's like, hey, um, I I tried to submit it with a 24-hour deadline so they would like choose our offer before the weekend. And I really put the pressure on too. I was like, listen, you got 24 hours or else she has to move on. And he came back and he's like, listen, I understand your client's outlook. You got to understand my client's outlook. They want seven days on 
on the market so that they can give it time to see if there's other offers that come in. So I went back to her and I'm like, hey, they they gave us the pushback. They said we have to extend our expiration date or we can move on. She's like, all right, I might as well wait. I'll extend the date. Um, So we went ahead and we waited. And then on Sunday he called and he's like, we're taking your offer. And then like added bonus. So I sent the docs over to my loan officer and my title company. It's Sunday. And Monday, my title company comes back and is like, here's your title work in what? 24 hours. Yeah. Shout out to Epic Title. Um, Heather over there is amazing. Next day. Like, who's even working on Sunday at a title company? Heather. And who turns title work in 24 hours? Heather does. Right. And then... It gets better. No, it doesn't. You're <laughs> lying. You're just blowing smoke at this point. So my buyers had done an appraisal guarantee for 21000 just in case. And um, because the listing agent had said, like, the one thing when I first submitted the offer, he's like, well, there was no appraisal guarantee. And I'm like, well, I don't think the appraisal is going to be a problem because it was a condo complex and there was another one in there that was over our offer. And he's like, yeah, but that one's really upgraded. I'm like, OK, no problem. We'll add the appraisal guarantee. So Tuesday, it's been 48 hours. The loan officer calls me, Greg Goddard from Cross Country Mortgage. Shout out. And he's like, um, I got you an appraisal waiver. So you don't have to use a dollar of your guarantee and your client does not have to pay for an appraisal or wait to get one don't even need to do it you're ready to move on and I'm like so what else is there he's like go to the closing table so after 48 hours like basically my buyer is clear to close all we have to do is get the condo docs oh I'm exhausted just listening to that holy cow like that's basically unheard of yeah it's awesome that just doesn't happen especially in this market yes Yes. in this market huge win for my clients huge win for everybody involved in the deal absolutely So awesome. And then the last one I'm going to talk about, um, because again, a lot of wins came out of it. I went to a listing appointment for some friends of mine from my gym and they're like, okay, well, we need to get, you know, 500,000 out of this house. And I'm like, okay, but, um, it was in a very cookie cutter sub. And I'm like, there's nothing, there's no other houses in your sub that have sold over 480. So I want to have this conversation about, um, appraised value versus marketability. The market is going to come in, the the public's going to come in and be like, dude, your house is freaking amazing um, if you guys stage it and make it Pottery Barn ready. And then we'll likely- Pottery Barn ready, I love that. Get it Pottery Barn ready. Um, I said, so an appraiser is probably going to come out and say, the comps say 480, right? But if the public comes out and says, holy crap, your house is out of a magazine, you can end up with over 500, right? Well over 500. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know if we should list. Like, we can't really move unless we get the five. If the appraisal is only going to come in at 480. And I'm like, it's not necessarily that the appraisal will only come in at 40. I just want to let you know, like, this is what is sold. So it could happen. But here's the other thing that could happen. If a buyer comes in and they fall in love, they very likely could do an appraisal guarantee. And then it doesn't matter what it appraises at, right? So I was like, it doesn't, the worst that can happen is we put it up and three weeks go by, like set a deadline, three weeks go by and you take it back off the market and you stay. And now your house is super clean and organized because you got it ready to show, right? That's the worst that could happen. The best that could happen, you end up with well over 500,000. You sell your house, you go build your new house and you end up in somewhere bigger, better and brand new, right? So 
let's try it. And he's like, let's do it. So we listed the house. We had, I had set um, for two open houses, one Saturday, one Sunday. Those were our first openings to the public. Saturday comes around. We listed it at 509. Remember the cons were only for 480. Yeah. We listed it at 509. It was like a drive-in movie theater. Like, the office. I let um, two agents from the office do the open house and they sent me a video and literally it was like cars in, cars out, cars in, cars out. There was a whole like parking lot of cars all up and down all the streets. Like there was this. Because like, like you said, none of them have sold recently. Yeah. yeah really? there was. We were the only active house on the market. So so not only did we end up selling for $65,000 over the last Shut month, up. full appraisal guarantee, <gasps> no inspection, 65 grand over the pro- over the comps. So they were set. And plus on top of that, the agents that I led to the open house got buyers and listings out of the open house. So lessons list it. The best that could happen is your clients get way over what they want. Wait a minute. List it with Elite Realty. (laughs) (laughs) If you want your home to sell for a max, give us a call. Shameless plug. What's the office phone number? 734-513-2166. All right. Call and just be like, I was listening to the podcast and the girls said to call you for a home valuation. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, (laughs) Shameless plug. Shameless plug. So we got buyers, we got listings, we got happy sellers, like, I mean, just the whole kit and caboodle. And we created a new value for that whole subdivision. Now all of those people in that sub can sell their house in the fives instead of in the fours. Absolutely. So now we have a new thing to leverage as well for marketing. So now we are door hanging and mailing that subdivision. So easy ways for you to get repeat business and big wins for everybody all around. I love it so much. I love it so much. Well, that might be a good place for us to just kind of do this right here. Thank you so much for checking in on this Cinco de Mayo. We hope that you had a great time chatting. We did. did. I mean, (laughs) we ate tacos and drank tequila. Well, I drank tequila. She had a little virgin drink there. It was good though. No, the mix is super tasty. Yeah, organic. Yeah. I don't know if we could, if we could plug it, but (laughs) it's <laughs> maybe they'll sponsor us on we'll plug in there all right so uh thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us uh please share this episode you never know who needs some motivation who needs some help who needs a phone call so share this on social media email a friend send it to your mother-in-law like this episode subscribe to our channel so you don't miss anything in the future and come back next week because we are dropping fresh knowledge every week <laughs> <laughs> We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.